was at a fairly large church in a mid-sized town in Mississippi, and uh, you know me well enough by now to know that I don't tell a lot of jokes. My humor is contextual. I make fun of me. I make fun of you. I don't make fun of God unless I'm really making bad mistakes. And I know what people tend to respond to and knew it then, and I was four or five weeks into preaching at this church, and there was not a smile, there was not anything, until finally in the middle of the second month, I looked down into the middle of the center section, and there's a fifth grade boy that elbows his dad, (laughs) and I could almost read his lips, dad, that was really funny, and all of a sudden his dad grins from ear to ear, and the end of the story is when I left several months later. an 85-year-old elder emeritus from Scotland who'd been a part of that church for decades. 85 seemed really old back then, but he was a really (laughs) young-looking man. (laughs) He came up to me. He'd just gotten back a few weeks after being gone most of my time there. And he shook my hand, and I can't do his brogue, but he said, David, thank you for bringing laughter back to our congregation. It wasn't always the way that it was when you came. I'm an adventurer. I want to find out why things are the way they are. And uh, I met the former pastor who'd been there 10, 15 years. He was now a staff pastor in a large church. And I asked him a question. He didn't know why I was asking. uh, How were you trained uh, to preach and do worship? And in a long answer, he let me know that he was told he had to represent God from the pulpit. And so things had to be sober. And we should always be sober about God. There ought to be times. Stephen, I thank you to put you on the spot. One of the things I love about you is you let us get quiet. You make us get quiet in our worship. You lead us into sober moments. It's not all up, up, up where we can hide from God and think everything's fine. But that man had been taught wrong. Because you can't lead people to God that way. You've got to be willing to come down like God comes down. Don't get upset with me uh, if you're into tearing down statues, but uh, this story has a statue in it. Uh, a man in Richmond, Virginia years ago uh, took a high-paying, powered job in Washington, D.C., and he had a little boy, and they lived very near the row of statues, uh, some of which still stand in Richmond. And there was a statue of General Robert E. Lee and his horse traveler. And uh, the man's practice had always been on every little walk that they took in the park. uh, He would tell his son as they were crossing the street back to their home, uh, say hello to General Grant, or actually when they were walking into the park, say hello to General Grant. And that last day as they were leaving the park, maybe for the last time before they moved to D.C., he, as they were leaving the park, stopped and turned around and said to his son, say goodbye to General Grant, say General Lee. And as they got across the street in front of their house, he felt a tug on his pants leg, and his son looked up at him and said, Daddy, who's that man riding on General Lee? <laughs> the horse was closer to the ground. The horse was closer to the little boy. And the little boy liked that. 
come down from your high horse thinking that you're Jesus and that you're so special and let Jesus be the approachable fire. Stephen, I love the words for the last song. Come, lead us.